0: feet in the Nelson Mandela Bay metro. This after it became clear that the Democratic Alliance has won the majority of votes, though it will need to form a coalition to govern in the Nelson Mandela Bay metro. The ruling party, however, has been sending conflicting messages. It started with the NEC member Jackson Mtembu, who this morning accepted the loss.
1: Indeed, we, we, we can say so in not so many ways. Because where we are victorious, we are magnanimous. And where we are defeated, we accept defeat. We are that type of an organization as the African National Congress. Yeah. How are you feeling? I mean, when you see the Eastern Cape, you see the Nelson Mandela Bay Municipality, which of course is, is a very important metro for you. How does it feel as the ANC to have unfortunately lost, lost a hold on that? We are feeling very disappointed uh, But of course, we we know that we didn't lose that municipality because there is a better party. We lost it because of our own doing. That's what we know. But, uh, of course, then you'll also know that the majority of people of South Africa have also given us uh, as the African National Congress their support. We are standing at over 50% as we speak now. In the entire country, we at 54%. We will be running many municipalities, many councils. Also, there are metros that are still coming. I can assure you, Etanguini will have a runaway victory. Buffalo City will have a runaway victory. Uh, and also, mangawu will have a runaway victory. Come Johannesburg, we are confident of a victory. Come Tswane, we are confident of a victory. Come Ego we are also confident of a victory. So whilst indeed we might have lost Nelson Mandela, but in the overall picture, people of South Africa still give the ANC their undivided support.
0: So that was the ANC's NEC member, Jackson Mtembu. Later on, spokesperson Zizi Kodwa contradicted that message.
2: No, 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 you can't. We can't consider defeat ahead of the official announcement. The IEC has not yet announced and declared elections of Nelson Mandela. You can make an analysis in terms of the percentages and what comes out at the moment, but the ANC has not accepted any defeat. The ANC's view is that you must go back, work hard, and reclaim whatever area, whether it's Nelson Mandela, whether it's a municipality in Limpopo. But as of now, the IEC has not announced any election.
0: The Nelson Mandela Bay Metro is named after our former president, Nelson Mandela. It's home to many of the country's liberation stalwarts, such as Govind Mbeki. Mantasha says they are ready for opposition benches.
1: I think uh, when Jackson uh, accepted uh, that uh, the metro is gone in Nelson Mandela, uh, we agree with him. It's gone. We, we, we must just work harder. We have enough... Uh, Uh, councillors there with the numbers of the critical mass will be a very effective opposition.
0: That was the ANC Secretary-General, Gwede Mantashe. Now, it appears as though Gauteng will be the last province to confirm its votes. Only 74% of the votes have been declared so far. In Tswane and Joburg metros, the ANC and the DA are neck and neck. For more on this, we have on the line from the Faculty, the faculty Associate at the Albert Latuli Center for Responsible Leadership at the University of Pretoria, Professor Dumisani Shlope. Thanks. Thank you so much for your time, Professor Slope. Good afternoon. Thank you. Good afternoon to you, too. Well, so what do you make of this, you know, th- this discrepancy within the ANC on whether they accept defeat or not in the Nelson Mandela Bay?
3: Well, it was going to be difficult for them not to accept it because by yesterday morning, Mantashe um, was on the radio and in the media basically praising the IEC for, for running a very successful election. So it couldn't be the case that on the second day, the very same ANC is uncomfortable with the performance of the IEC where it has lost and the comfortable in areas where it has uh, won. So to avoid that contradiction, it was important for the ANC today to accept the defeat and actually continue with the line that says the IEC has done a sterling job.
0: I mean, listening to those three leaders from the ANC, Jackson Mthembu, Zizi Kodwa, and-, and Gwede Mantashe, they all agree on one thing, that the ANC needs to work much harder, but they don't really outline what type of work needs to be done or, or where it failed to do that hard work in the run-up to this election. Uh, how would you answer that question for them?
3: Well, interestingly, we are discussing that with uh, Professor Samadotash again just now. And uh, the primary question is whether the ANC is capable of uh, self-correcting. And uh, I think from where I'm sitting, they can, but at this point in time, they'll be unable because the first thing that the ANC needs to do is to drop this denialism. At at every given moment, the ANC denies that it's got some serious uh, problems. So the top six of the leadership, it needs to drop that attitude to see the enemy out there when... A key factor that dismantles the ANC is actually an internal problem. An internal problem of leadership nationally and in some instances provincially, the growing control of the ANC by factions. And uh, this this link or, or the de-link that the ANC leadership makes of removing um, the impact of President Zuma to the electorate, and argue that you must distinguish between Zuma and the ANC. That's a very, very flawed, you know, type of an argument. Mm-hmm. So those are the steps that they will have to take if they are to regroup. But the first and major thing that they need to do is for the top six to just, be, you know, drop this attitude of denialism, uh, you know, about the challenges of the movement.
0: Prof, is it denialism? Because, you know, just looking on social media, people accuse the ANC of being arrogant. And and many people then went on Twitter and said, we're recording a protest vote against the ANC. It's not that we like the other parties. It's just that we don't like what the ANC is doing. Does the ANC perhaps need to, to win more support by showing more humility?
3: No, no, definitely that's part of it. I mean, let's take one example, the Denganga issue, for example. The the Denganga the issue was marked by extreme sense of defensiveness to a point where it had to be finally resolved by a constitutional court. Mm. Now, if you had a party which was very sensitive, you know, to the feelings of its people, they would have dealt with that issue as a political party way before it could get into the, you know, Constitutional Court. And then I've got the issue of E-tals. Um E.T.A.L.S. and how they have been a major issue that concerns the voters in this province, and, and yet the ANC has not made any resolution you know, in that regard. So the, the the sense that the ANC is is, is arrogant, it's primarily based on its own internal assumption that it has got massive support. And then the third part of it, the whole question of naming some of us as clever blacks because people are educated when education and intellect is important in the growth of a political party and society so there's been a whole range of issues that alienated uh, influential issues which can you know correctly be attributed to the the arrogance of power and the assumption that you know the ANC can only get out of power when Jesus Christ comes back
0: I mean, we heard Guida Mantashe show humility in saying that they're accepting being the official opposition. They've got councillors on the ground. They're prepared to do the work. You know, a lot of these parties are now considering coalitions. At least the ANC is open to it. The EFF doesn't appear to be open to coalitions. At least they're asking their supporters on Twitter if they should be considering it. What happens if none of these parties actually go into a coalition? What happens in places like uh, Ihe and Gauteng, where the three metros look neck and neck right now?
3: Well, three things. The the, the problem, number one, that the ANC will have in terms of getting into a coalition, the first one uh, is the assumption that the ANC is in decline. So both the ESF and the, the DA will be very, you know, sensitive to be seen to be going into an alliance with the party which they, you know, which the voters are distancing themselves from, mm-hmm. so they wouldn't want to do that. Number two, uh, the bulk of the independents that that are there that the ANC can get into coalition with are actually people that were members of the ANC and they did, and because they were not positioned at highest level when it comes to. You know, they listened in their own party. They decided to get out. So it will be difficult to go back to them and say, look, come back. Uh, and, and, and the sum total of all of these things, chief, is that governance post these elections is going to be difficult, you know, at a municipal level. Because what is going to be happening, political parties will be so concerned about trade-offs amongst themselves than that which is important to communities. So, so, you know, we must brace ourselves for hung up decisions moving up forward and something which is not, you know, proper, you know, for local governance. What you need is an overwhelming victory of one political party so that. As communities, we know what to call to account.
0: Prof, thank you so much for joining us. Professor Dumasani Kloppe is at the Albert Lutuli Center for Responsible Leadership at the University of Pretoria. He's a faculty associate. I believe he's still on the line. Prof, we had a couple more questions for you. Are you, are you still there? Okay, it seems he's, he's gone, unfortunately. It's 21 minutes after 12.
1: 105.1, the
0: home of SAFM in Johannesburg. Johannesburg. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Okay, so Prof will be chatting to us a little bit later. 34701 at SAFM Midday Live. You'll find me at Darshan Mudli. You're welcome to talk to us right now. Let's move to the Northwest. There have been several discrepancies ranging from the discovery of ballot Books at the Matlosana municipality. 300 ballot boxes missing in Tlokwe have also been reported in the Northwest. A case of forgery is now being opened with the electoral court to declare the elections at Tlokwe's Ward 21 as invalid. We're on the line to the Northwest Provincial Exec- uh, Electoral Officer, uh, Dr. Tiba. Thank you very much for joining us. Good afternoon.
2: Good afternoon, sir.
0: So, how far are you in, in dealing with these objections?
2: All, all the matters that you have stated over the radio right now are all false. There's uh, absolutely no substance at all in all the things that you say about boxes discovered in Madrasana. All of that is, not, is, is false.
0: So where did the allegations come from, Dr. Tiba?
2: I have no idea because I've not even seen the allegations.
0: So are you planning to investigate them? Have you spoken to the political parties? No,
2: no, no. I have not received the allegations of, of uh, boxes missing in Madrasana. As far as, so
0: as far as you're concerned, do, do you feel as though the elections were well run in Clockware, particularly where there are already challenges?
2: The, the elections were well run, positively run, completely well run across the province.
0: The EFF in Tlokwe is, is laying these criminal charges against the IEC. They told us they're going to the Keng Police Station. Uh, the EFF spokesperson saying they're laying the charges of intimidation and fraud against the IEC after the commission's officials and police intimidated their party agent. Did that happen?
2: I did not get any official report of intimidation, and uh, until first time that I get the official report, I cannot respond on what. I do not know
0: anything about. I mean, if, if would you not carry these concerns into an investigation? Can you not launch an investigation now without having? You no,
2: know, the... I, I cannot. launch an investigation when I do not have the uh, facts that will prompt me to start an investigation. As far as,
0: as far as, you're... as
2: soon as I know, as soon as somebody communicates with me, with the commission, actually, this time round, lodging an objection or a charge being late and I'm called to respond, I cannot respond on on, on information
0: that I do not have. Dr. Tiba. this seems strange because we spoke to one of the independent candidates, David Kamm, and he's lodged the complaint with the IEC. How can you be unaware of it?
2: With, with, with the IEC, with a, with a commission in, in Centurion?
0: Well, he's told us he's lodged the complaint with the IEC. Shouldn't that come to with, you?
2: If it's it an objection... At this time, it goes straight to the commission,
0: and so it never comes to you.
2: If it comes to me, I would, If it came to me, if Mr. Kam's uh, objection had come to me, I would have escalated it to the commission. But Mr. Kam probably knows that he has to lodge that the, the objection with the commission, and he probably did that.
0: I mean, a number of candidates have been telling us about complaints from Monday, ma'am. I mean, there were even complaints on Wednesday from from some of the candidates in the area. How can you claim to be unaware of this? I'm kind of baffled by that. You, you, you know
2: what, gentlemen, you said to me there was, there were boxes found in Matrafan, and I'm telling you it isn't true. You're telling me that um, there's a case that is going to be uh, lodged with Gautam Police Station. I do not have information about that. So you cannot say generally there were no complaints. There were complaints, and they came to us and we resolved them.
0: So was there a complaint that IEC vehicles were transporting ballot boxes without a police escort in When? When?
2: When did this happen?
0: So this is a story that, w- that has been filed this morning by the SABC. Patrick Dintwa is our reporter in the area, and he says another court battle is looming in the Tlokwe municipality in the northwest to challenge the results of this latest municipal election. Yeah, no, I guess then
2: we'll wait for the court battle for...
0: Dr. Tiba, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Dr. Thuma Lontle is the Northwest Provincial Electoral Officer. She claims to be unaware of any of these challenges. She says she's dealt with all the objections already. None of these challenges have made it to her desk as yet. She says that they could be dealt with uh, by the commission nationally. 34701 at SAFM Midday Live. You'll find me at Darshan Mudli. Let's talk to our analyst about this and see what he makes of it. Professor Shlop is back on the line to us. Prof, thank you for your time again. Good afternoon. Thank
3: you. Good afternoon again.
0: Uh, What do you make of the Northwest Provincial Electoral Officer saying she's unaware of these complaints?
3: Well, probably, I'm not sure if uh, they will come back on air in a public platform and deny something uh, which the ISA could have received in writing. So perhaps it may be possible that some of the statements would have been made but maybe they have not received anything in writing. So you know, for I think I'll be speculating. But I think what, what will appear to be interesting is that in those particular areas where certain political parties expected to do well mm. and they did not do so, we are likely to see, you know, some kinds of complaints of, of one sort or another. It's the same issue that we witnessed this morning at the Nelson Mandela Bay where mm the ANC probably thought they would win then you know the natural but when things started to look otherwise they, then they started to raise issues about the performance of the IEC. So my assumption is that even at the top I think the EFS expected to do extremely well there. so if those expectations are not matched by the reality, you are likely to see these kinds of uh, complaints
0: coming up. I mean, it's, it's not just the, the big parties, it's also these independent candidates. Uh, the Ward 26 independent candidate, Johannes uh, Malchas has been uh, complaining about the presiding officers driving with boxes without a police escort. David Kamm, the other independent candidate in the area, they're recording almost no votes and they, there was quite a bit of media interest in their campaigns ahead of these elections. They're kind of surprised. How, do, how does the IEC deal with these objections Publicly, and and is there a concern that it casts a bad light on the credibility of the IEC?
3: Well, probably in that in those areas it will be the case. But but look, part part of me, I'm, I'm one of those who who are you know convinced that our institutions of democracy in this country are working fairly well, uh, including the IEC and the complaint mechanism that are there. So I don't think anything can be swept under the carpet. And, I mean, we do have, you know, the judicial system that from time to time, you know, gets involved in electoral matters and it decides to make a decent decisions. So I don't think this, if this is the case, it will necessarily be swept under the carpet. I think the institutions that are there and the self-corrective mechanisms of the electoral system and the judicial system, are able to get to the bottom you know, of this, but then they will have to. Those that are adversely affected will have to lodge lodge complaints in writing.
0: 34701, if you'd like to write in at SAFM Midday Live, you can find me at Darshan Mudli. Some of the SMSs that have come through so far, this is from Kapi in Polokwane, saying, I said that last time that we are having an arrogant ANC nowadays and they will regret one day. Thanks, they're showing the symptoms now. Daniel in Port Elizabeth says, South Africans are fed up of race politics. That's why the DA is winning ground. And Stuart says, viva, no more eat holes in Gauteng. We'll chat more to Professor Clope. He's uh, joining us on the line. Of course, you're welcome to comment further on 34701 at SAFM Midday Live. You'll find me at Darshan Mudli. Shortly, we'll talk to Paulo Dalmeida to find out how the markets are doing. And they're doing fantastically well, at least if we talk about the RAND. It's at a nine-month high today. The RAND against the dollar, 13.67. And an interesting angle coming from the Institute of Race Relations saying that this raises the specter of the ANC losing its national majority in the 20. national and provincial elections. I'll read out more of that for you shortly. It's 12.30, news headlines now with Utsile Saku.